It is Thursday, March the 23rd. This morning, let's just get our hearts, minds cleared of everything so we can hear the voice of God. God wants to speak to you. He wants to speak to the depths of your heart. The last 60 days, we have talked about every book in the Bible. There are 66 books that we have covered. Today, we're going to wrap it up. Now, we don't have to be told that something is broken within us. We feel it. The hungry ache for purpose, the unsettling state of loneliness, the frantic longing to feel satisfied, the draining battle with anxiety, the assistant burden of guilt and shame. Things are not as they should be, and the Bible acknowledges this brokenness, and it claims to hold the path to restorative life. So made up of 66 different books, the Bible tells one story centered on the loving salvation of God. Before anything else, God existed. Father, Son, Spirit, and the triune relationship of perfect harmony. And the Trinity's love was so great that it overflowed into the creation of life. God spoke this world into existence, and he created humans in his image. The first people, Adam and Eve, lived in a perfect state of purpose, rest, and intimacy with their creator. This flourishing came to a halt, however, when Adam and Eve rebelled against God and rejected his authority. As a consequence, sin entered the picture and a state of separation was created between humans and God. And suffering and brokenness infested God's perfect creation. But God had a plan of restoration. He promised Adam and Eve a descendant that would defeat evil and reverse the curse of sin. God chose to work this plan through a man named Abraham. He told Abraham that he would make him into a large nation that would bring divine blessing to all the world. Abraham's family grew into the people of Israel. Israel eventually ended up in slavery in Egypt, but God rescued them and led them in freedom to the land he promised Abraham. God then created a covenant with his people. This happened with Moses. God pledged his faithfulness to Israel and asked for their faithfulness in response that they might live in a relationship with him and serve as his representatives to the nations. But while God held up his, his end and 
remained faithful to his people, Israel failed in their role over and over again. They worshipped other gods and they disobeyed God's standard of morality. God sent prophets to confront Israel in their sin and to warn them in the impending consequences, exile from their land and inheritance. Unfortunately, Israel chose to continue in their disobedience and they were taken into captivity. But the prophets also brought a message of hope. They said that God would one day send a king from the line of the Israelite king David who will fulfill the role Israel had failed in. This king will gather his people and rule over all the nations in an internal reign of peace. He will bring blessings to all the world. And in this day, the prophet said, God's people will receive new hearts and God's spirit will dwell inside of them to enable them to live faithfully. So the Old Testament ends with a resounding longing for God to come and rescue his people. And then Jesus, the Son of God, came to earth. And the gospel accounts declares Jesus is the fulfillment of God's rescue plan. He is the longed for King of Israel. Through this teaching and miracles, Jesus proclaimed the coming of God's kingdom. For anyone who grasps their sin and need for God's mercy. And at the climax of his ministry, in the greatest act of love, Jesus gave his life on the cross to secure salvation and to bring life to the world. He died for sin so that those who put their faith in him might be forgiven and credited with his perfect life made right before God. Three days later, Jesus defeated death and rose from the dead. And believers are united to his resurrection life, filled with his presence through his Holy Spirit. And just ushered into the already, not yet, but of their eternal existence. Christians will live with God for eternity and a restored creation. But however, in this current life, to know and worship God is to experience in part the glorious reality of their future. It is to experience a reversal of sin's curse as their hearts are healed and transformed and as they receive God's blessings. Before leaving earth, Jesus commissioned his disciples to carry this mission 
of bringing life to this world. Connected to Christ, Christians became vessels of his life-giving power, bringing God's healing freedom, renewal, and eternal life to others. The account in Acts provided a picture of this mission in motion, describing the spread of the gospel of Christ all over the world. Christians share salvation with others by telling them of what God has done and by showing them Christ through loving service. This mission is anything but easy, but God isn't thwart by adversity. It is the very grounds his work thrives on. And then we have the letters written from the Apostle Paul and other followers of Christ to various churches and communities unpacked the applications of the gospel in which daily life, the teaching in these books convicts and encourages Christians to step into more fully into the life they have in Christ, that they might also continue to overflow this life to the world. And lastly, Revelation. It strengthens Christians with hope as they journey through this life and await Christ's return. The book depicts the final victory of Christ and the destiny of his followers. God will heal and restore his people and his creation to perfect wholeness. And believers will worship God for eternity. Their souls just experiencing supreme joy, rest, and satisfaction as they hold on to God's glory. God's faithfulness is at the center of the story from the start to finish. From the very cover of the Bible to the end cover of it, we see God's loving pursuit to draw us to himself that we might know him and receive his abundant life and his blessings. Today, I want you just to take a moment to just praise God for his great love. His love that led him to create the world. So, his love to work his plan of restoration on sin. How about his love to sacrifice his son to save us? Or the love that to unite us to Christ that we might be in a relationship with him or the love that he gave us new hearts that possess life or the love to honor us with a missioned calling and the love to give us hope and a perfect future with him. God, we thank you for today. And Lord, I just pray that you would just be with us, guide us, direct our feet, 
as we just go throughout this day. Open up doors for us to share your love, your hope, your message, your word with those around us. Lord, we thank you for the 66 books that has life, that has hope, that just stirs up our spirit. We love you, God. We worship you. We thank you. We magnify you. Be with us. Guide us. Direct us. In Jesus' name, amen. I pray you have a great day. Be blessed. Bless someone. Love on someone. Share the hope of God with someone today. This has been your Daily Dip.